welcome to the Lift and Glow Fitness Podcast. This podcast is the audio version of this week's check-in that I did with my Confidence Club. The Confidence Club is an online membership and it's an amazing community of women who are looking to improve their health, their fitness and their confidence without having to sacrifice everything that they love. So we're all about living your best life while working towards your goals. Included with the membership at the Confidence Club, you get workouts to complete for at home or at the gym. You get specific nutrition targets that are for you based on your goal and your personal information. And then you'll also get tons of education as well as a weekly group check-in. This podcast is basically the audio version of this week's check-in. So we talk about the wins that people are celebrating, what's gone well, and we talk about the common struggles that have been raised in the check-in. I hope you find this helpful. If you want to know more about working with me, you can send me a DM on Instagram. It's at PT underscore. Enjoy. Hi girls, I hope you're all okay. I'm back in my little office room. Um, this is so much better doing a check-in here. Although it was really nice going on holiday. Um, I really, really like being at home and I like my normal routine. Um, I never ever thought I'd say that. When I used to have an office job, I used to like be desperate for my holidays and I still get desperate for my holidays, but I never used to be excited to come home. And now I get dead excited to come home. Um, which obviously means that I'm doing something that I love, which is amazing. So I've literally loved checking in with all of you girls. So I've loved going through all the check-ins. I did have to change just a little bit for them though. Um, I do have to admit, I don't know where everyone was. Maybe you feel like you haven't had much to update me on. Maybe everything's going really well and you just feel like you didn't need me help. Or maybe a few of us have lost the plot and then that meant that you didn't check in. Um, but either way, I'm here and I hope that this check-in is useful for you in some way. I'm seeing some themes with quite a lot of you. Um, you are doing well at certain things, struggling with certain things. And it's you. this is why these group check-ins are amazing because you're all kind of struggling with the same thing. And I'm hoping that you can relate to, to one another now um, with, them, with us doing them this way. So first thing I want to do is go through wins. I've got some really good wins. And the first one I've got to mention is Charlotte. Um, Charlotte has been successful for an interview stage of the fire service. The fire service is a really difficult process to get through. You have to do like physical testing, you have to do like interviews and stuff. And Charlotte is through um, the interview stage, which is amazing. So well done, Charlotte. And um, she's also celebrating sleeping well each night and getting the steps and a workout in, which is amazing. Um, Paige and Holly are both um, happy that they got four workouts in this week, which is really good. Um, a lot of people will struggle to get four workouts in. It's not absolutely essential that you get four in, um, but if you are able to, then definitely go four in. So that's the three essential and then one additional, which is amazing. And um, Holly said that she especially made the time to get them in. So she's been busy in the evening. So it's meant that she actually made the time to get them done in the morning so she got out of bed early and went to the gym this is a example of putting it first so everybody has got an excuse we're all very busy there's all lots going on but you make time for the things that are important for you for holly she wanted to get all of her workouts in typically she trains of an evening she realized that this week that that week last week and um, was going to be difficult for her to get them done in the evening so she made the time in the morning yes she will have had to get out of bed an hour or so earlier but she still got it in and i'm sure that she felt amazing for actually getting it done and um, i know there's a lot of people who aren't morning 
girls here and you don't like the mornings but once you get into training in the morning I just feel like it really does set you up from the day for the day and um, some people love training in the evening and that's absolutely fine but if you're one of these people who has an argument with yourself all day about whether you go to the gym and a lot of the time you lose that argument highly recommend switching to mornings and just having a go because your alarm goes off you get up and you're in the gym before you've even had time to think about what day it is and then once you've done your workout which is the hardest part of the day the rest of the day seems so much easier and you are in a lovely mood. I'm all for morning workouts. It's not essential. If it works for you better to do it in the evening, then that's great. But if you're someone who always cancels on yourself and you do, like you, you, you say you train in the evening, but really you only ever make one workout, two workouts, I would try and switch to mornings because you're just limiting that little argument and that like if something goes wrong in the day, like if you have a little blip, if you have a horrible customer on the phone or if you accidentally eat a chippy for your lunch, you're going to convince yourself not to go to the gym that night. That's what I used to do. Um, whereas when you when you train in the morning, it kind of like sets you up for the day and the rest of your day seems to flow um, a little bit. I know Holly was in a good mood after training because she was in the group chat letting us know. So well done, Holly. I'm glad that you put yourself first. You made the time for yourself. You looked at your schedule. You're seeing that it wasn't possible for you to get them done in the evening. So you thought I'm getting up early and you're getting it done anyway. So smashed it. I'm very proud of you for that. Um, it shows that you're putting yourself and your health first Kira um hasn't checked in for a while it was lovely to hear from Kira and she said that she has successfully calorie borrowed um so that she could eat out with her friends so for those of you who don't know you can calorie borrow Monday to Friday and use those calories on another day of the week you should never really calorie borrow any more than 200 calories if you do borrow lots of calories through the week so for example say you borrowed a thousand calories that would basically be restricting and then uh, promoting you to binge later on in the week that's not what we're doing we're just trying to promote a little bit more flexibility so saving about 200 calories Monday to Friday will give you an extra thousand calories to use at the weekend for some people it doesn't work that well for other people it works amazingly for me it works amazingly um, and it just gives you a bit more freedom and it stops those horrible weekend guilts that sometimes we can get um, and if you do want to eat out sometimes when you eat out the food is higher in calories and you might want to get that higher calorie option and you know that you've got those extra calories there to use so it won't uh, throw you off track um kira also did a spin class and two yin yogas on top of her workout so well done kira by the way if anyone has not tried yin yoga absolutely amazing first time i did it i was like what the fuck is this this is so boring i hate it but it is brilliant you stay in the poses for like I don't know, is it like four minutes or something? I think sometimes shorter, sometimes longer. Um, and it's quite painful, but it is amazing. And I think it's the best type of yoga for your central nervous system. So if you do suffer with um, stress, you struggle and sleeping, yin yoga is really good at wiping you out. There is actually yin yoga on the members area. If you go to the workout library and then you go to yoga, you'll see a couple of yin classes there. They are stunning. Um, Lucy is celebrating getting her steps in and getting an 82,000 um, step. So she she achieved 82,000 steps for the week. Unreal. Well done, Lucy. You've obviously been active. You've been getting about. Um, she's also been on holiday, um, which is 
good because she's been active while she's been away. This is one of the things I love doing when I'm on holiday is just going for a big walk once a day. I just feel like it keeps me moving. If I'm not training, um, I feel good getting out and getting walk. And we know how much it helps you, not just with your physical health, but your mental well-being too. Um, and Lucy said she was also, also mindful of what she was eating. Um, she didn't track on holiday. Don't expect anybody to track on holiday. You are there to enjoy, let loose, live your life. Um, but she said that she was still mindful. Um, so I'm assuming this means that she was just more health conscious. She was making sure that she's still eating fruit and veg, making sure that she's not just using it as an excuse to eat five times the amount. I mean, I wouldn't judge it if you did, but some of us don't want to don't want to use it as an excuse. Other of, others of us do, and that's fine. Whatever you want to do. So well done, Luce. Um, Chloe said she's been flexible with a diet again. She's been getting the hang of calorie borrowing, and she's increased her weight, and she's nearly at a fifty kilo deadlift. So well done, Chloe. That's strong. Um, Chloe weighs about fifty kilo. So for someone fifty kilo who's deadlifting 50 kilo that's really really good and um, so well done smashed it Courtney has got um she started the week off unwell she could have just gone you know what fuck it I'm gonna have this week fully off but she never she still got all three essential workouts in and she got her steps in they averaged out at 9,800 a day which is good going bearing in mind she had a couple of days being ill um and she said that she's been using the barbell for a hip thrust which not which she hasn't done previously and she got to 60 kilos which is really good well done Chloe your goal for your hip thrust court even your goal for your hip thrust Courtney is 100 kilo and um, whenever anyone comes into the gym I'm always like right we're gonna get you to 100 kilo sometimes it happens quickly sometimes it takes a real good grasp it depends on the individual depends on their uh, past strength and their experience but 100 kilo is always like an amazing like little little free figure goal for you so that's your goal court okay so we've got a few struggles and these the honestly there's like three people in each struggle um, and then I've got a couple of questions as well. And I don't often get questions. So when I see them, I was like, ooh, exciting. Um, so the first questions are about, the first struggles are about tracking. Um, so one of the struggles, one of our members said that she was struggling prioritizing tracking her calories. She slipped up with her food and she hasn't really stayed account accountable to herself. Um, and then another person was saying that they weren't tracking properly, but I've lost that note, but it was that they didn't track their food. So um, a, a couple of points on tracking your food. If you don't want to track your food, there are other ways of doing it. But if you do want to track your food, it is the most, I think, the most effective way to learn about nutrition. You don't need to track forever. I don't track. If I go onto a diet now, I don't need to track because I know the portions that I need to eat. I might have a day or two of tracking so that I can just check everything. And then I tend to eat the same thing all the time. I'm quite repetitive. Um, but tracking is really, really good at making you um sort of consider what you are going to eat. So if you are someone and when you are not tracking, you just lose the plot, you've got no control, you don't know what your portions are. This is because you haven't learned yet about nutrition. You haven't learned what your portions should look like. You shouldn't haven't learned how your meals should look and how your day should look in order for you to stay within your nutrition goals. So if you are that like if you are really unsure, I would have a, a go of a few weeks of tracking. 12 weeks, I would say, is enough to get a good education on it. That's it's more than enough to get a good education on it. And then you can see the patterns of what you're eating. Um, and what your intake would be um, these people in particular have been struggling with tracking so if you are tracking and you're struggling to remember to track or you're just like not doing it or you're just getting through the day and going ah shit 
ran out of cows, got no protein in track, and it's all just a little bit chaotic. There's a couple of things that you need to do. Now, failing to prepare is preparing to fail, okay? And I always used to be like, I'm not meal prepping because I don't like eating out of Tupperware. I used to think that planning your week and preparing for the week ahead was stuff like that, that I've got to cook all my food and put it in Tupperware and that then I've got to eat hot, like heated up food all week. That's just not me. That's not something I enjoy doing. When I'm asking people to plan and prepare for the week ahead, it is just to sit and think and write down. And this works for your workouts and it works for your food. So on a Sunday with you know, if you haven't got time on a Sunday, then do it at a different time, Monday morning, whatever. On a Sunday, sit down and think, right, what are my meals for the week? What breakfast am I going to eat this week? I would recommend eating the same breakfast every day because it's just easy. You want to limit the amount of decisions that you need to make in a day. Um, and just it's just easy. And you can just choose one high protein breakfast that you love and eat the same every day. And then think about what you're going to eat for your lunches. What do you need to get into the shops? Like um, what do you need to get from the shops? Do you have all the stuff in your cupboards, you know, to have that? Maybe you're not doing your shop until Wednesday, but what have you got in your cupboards? Oh, did you hear that? And um, what have you got in your cupboards right now that can last yet Monday and Tuesday and plan your meals like that. So think about what you're going to have. I'm not saying cook it all and prepare it all. I'm just saying, think a little bit, spend time each week thinking about the week ahead. What are your meals going to look like? Um, what's your breakfast you're going to eat? What lunches are you going to have? On what days? When do you need to go and get your food shop? What are your evening meals going to look like? Do you need to make some leftovers from Tuesday to take in on Wednesday because you've got a really busy day on Wednesday and you're not going to be able to go to the shop? All of this stuff, think about it. Think about your week, what's coming up, where's your meetings, when are you working away? Um, and think about your food. Write it down if you want to. A lot of my clients put their full week in my fitness pal on a Sunday. So they'll sit there and they'll just track all of the food. Not exactly but loosely so that they've got an idea just doing this you don't understand how much this will help you moving forward because we make a million and one decisions a day if we can make all of those those decisions about our food on one day we make monday to friday so much easier because it's just all right i'm having a I'm having granola and uh, Greek yogurt with berries for breakfast every day this week because it's there and I've got it in and I'm happy doing that. And you don't need to think, oh, what am I going to have? What do I feel like? It's just there. That's what you're having. And then for your lunches, you haven't got to be like, mm, sit there all morning. Oh, I feel like this. No, I feel like this. Should I go? Yes, yeah, you get that. No, because you already know you're having a tuna wrap because you made it last night or whatever. It's already there and planned um, and thought through. And then same for your evening meals. If you spend time planning, then your weekly food shop is going to be so easy because you've already thought what meals you're going to have. So you know exactly what ingredients you need to go and get. Um, just try and make it as easy as possible. I'm not expecting you to prep all your food. That's not me. I just know roughly what I'm having. Um, so I could tell you what I'm roughly having for the rest of the week. It's all written down in my notebook from, from yesterday. And I know this seems like a little bit mad, um, but... It, it, once you get into the routine of doing it it makes me feel very organized I do a similar thing with work as well I'm self-employed find it very hard to manage my own time um I, when I was someone who worked for a company it was easy because I had tasks set for me and I found that good but it's very hard to hold yourself accountable when you're self-employed and it's a similar thing when you're you know making yourself do your workouts and making yourself eat healthy you need to spend a little bit of time considering what needs to be done over the next week right, okay, how am I going to do that? And then make a bit of a, just write it out, make a bit of a plan. Once you've written it down, you're like, 
oh, that feels good. And all you need to do then is follow it. All you need to do is follow what you set for yourself. Another thing that I recommend, so if you don't want to enter everything into your food diary on a Sunday because you're just like, mm, that's not for me, do a rough plan of what you're going to have. So it might be, this is my breakfast for this week. These are my lunches for this week. Monday, I'm going to have chicken. Don't know what with. Tuesday, I'm have salmon. Don't know what with. Like, do it loosely on the Sunday. But then each morning, open my fitness pal while you're sitting having your morning coffee instead of scrolling through Instagram and setting yourself up for a bad mood comparing yourself to other people. Instead of sitting there scrolling through Instagram or whatever it is you do in the morning while you're sitting trying to get your head together, go into my fitness pal. Put your breakfast in, put your lunch in, put your dinner in and put your snacks in. And then your day, your, your uh, food for the day is there, it's planned. You won't forget to track it because it's already done. You plan your protein first and you, you can move everything about and tweak it before you've started eating. If you track on the go, you are going to forget to put stuff in. You're not going to be in the position where you can sort your portions out. Um, you will miss your protein target. If you sit there in the morning while you're having your coffee, instead of scrolling on Instagram, go to my fitness pal, enter your protein for your breakfast, then your lunch, then your dinner, then go and add your carbs, then go and add your fats, then go and add your snacks, and then you will have hit your protein while staying within your calories. And then throughout the day, you don't need to make any decisions about it. You've already made it first thing in the morning. Two tips about tracking that I just dead useful for me if you need to as well um set reminders on your phone so every sunday at 4 p.m a little alarm goes off on your phone and it's like plan your week and honestly when you start doing this everything just feels so lovely i plan when i'm going to do my washing i plan when i'm all my dog walks are planned in because my schedule changes a lot it just makes me feel very like organized and just ready for the week and prepared um and then including my food and including me workouts as well. So if you're someone who always cancels on yourself for workouts, if you're someone who goes, I don't feel like going today, I'll go tomorrow. If you plan your week on the Sunday, you just need to stick to it. So if you look at your schedule, meetings here, I'm working late here, plan your workouts around your life, get them in there and then just follow it. You just got to not cancel on yourself. Make the time, make it all fit for you it can be done the busiest people in the world can still eat healthy and still train Um, it just takes a little bit of organization a bit of thought and at first you can be like oh this is really annoying but it really does um it's a really useful task to do each week I was never an organized person I'm still don't consider myself as an organized person I have to consciously do these things and if I forget to plan my week it goes tits up 90% of the time it goes tits up I end up ordering spit roast I end up um like snacking on protein bars instead of eating a proper meal because I haven't put stuff through and I haven't done my weekly shop um and then I miss workouts and stuff and then I miss forget about stuff with work so it really does take 10 minutes 15 minutes just to think about the week ahead and you'll go you'll sleep well on that Sunday because you'll know everything's all taken care of Okay, so next thing I wanted to talk about was sleep. Um, another couple of girls have been struggling with sleep. Um, one of the ladies said that work has been really busy and she's been struggling to fit everything in and it's meant she's been going to bed late. Um, another one has said that she's felt really, really tired even though she's getting seven hours plus in. Okay, so the first one, if you are struggling getting everything in, make sure you are spending time to plan. That last one, just like, was a nice segue. I learned that while I was on holiday. My brother says segue into everything. 
And then I was like, what's that mean? And then, so anyway, that first tip was a nice segue into this one. If you are going to bed late and you're struggling to fit everything in, just try and think about your organization a little bit. Um, if you look at your week ahead and you can see you've got a really busy week, maybe you need to get those workouts in in the morning. Maybe you can fit them in on your lunch. Maybe you can do a bit of um, like some, get some easy, really quick th uh, things into eat like MS ready meals, high protein ready meals or something like that, um, which will help you so that you can get to bed on time. Sleep's not, and you know, you're not going to, you're not going to get unwell for having bad sleep for, for a couple of weeks. Um, it's just when you have good sleep, everything else is easier when you are tired it's harder to get your workouts in it's harder to get your steps in it's harder to be a nice person it's harder to be good at your job and um, it's harder to eat well when you are tired everything is harder i was speaking to me mate about this the other day everything is harder when you are tired it is just and everything's negative when you're tired and you just we just let ourselves off with stuff and we're just like oh and we just drag ourselves through the week when we're tired Sleep is so important. If you want to manage your appetite and manage your energy levels, sleep is vital. We need to focus on sleep. It's not going to kill you if you miss sleep. It's not going to make you gain loads of weight. You're not going to, it's not, you're not going to lose the plot if you're not sleeping perfectly. So don't panic about it. Um, but it is something that is really useful for you to focus on. Really good at managing stress. You recover from your workouts and your sleep. It, it can help with fat loss because of your appetite, because of your energy levels. So don't stress about it. It might have just been a bad week. It might have just been a week where you struggle. But try and think about what could you have done last week to make that a little bit better? Would that little planning session on a Sunday have helped you fit everything in in a more reasonable time so that you did get to sleep by 11 p.m., for example? And then the next one is I have felt so tired that even though I'm getting seven hours sleep. So I felt so tired, even though I'm getting seven hours plus in. Um, this is nothing to worry about. If it goes on for a long time, then maybe have a think about, um, you might want to go to a doctor for a blood test. You know, feeling tired constantly all the time is not, um, is not great. Eat, especially when you're getting lots of sleep in. So I would, but this also might be a blip. So if it's happening all the time, it's been happening for long periods of time, go and see a doctor about it, seek some medical advice. If this is just a one week, think about where you're up to, where you're up to in your menstrual cycle. What's it like at work? Is it stressful? Um, so for example, if you are due on in the next week or two, you might be feeling extra fatigued and you might need a bit more extra sleep. I know that I'm more prone to naps. Like I have afternoon naps the week before my period. I actually can't help it. I cannot stay awake and I definitely can't stay awake past 9pm. Um, I just feel so drained, so tired. Um, other people don't struggle with that. Some people do. So that's one thing to consider. If you have had a particularly stressful week in work or it's been a stressful week over the last couple of weeks and you're just kind of coming down from it, you might find that you need a bit more extra sleep. That's fine. Again, take the extra sleep. Um, seven hours is enough for some people and sometimes it's not. The guidance is seven to nine hours, I think. So a lot of people, I know I need eight hours for me to feel on top form. I can get by on seven I'm a proper bitch on six. Um, and if I have nine, I'm like, wow, that was a miracle. I've never slept that long in my life. So eight is my like sweet spot. I feel amazing off eight. Um, so if you you might want to try and try and get eight 
eight hours in maybe you're someone who needs that if you train a lot if you're doing five workouts a week um if you are also really active getting your steps in and you have a stressful job you might need a bit more your body might need need a bit more rest and recovery um, and that's fine everybody's different just keep an eye on your energy levels if you're feeling really really tired and you're not due on your periods and you haven't had much stress and this carries on long term definitely worth seeking some advice um so just listen to your body when it comes to sleep. If you are feeling fatigued, if you are feeling like drained throughout the day, think to yourself, I probably need an early night tonight and start winding down at 8 p.m. instead of 10 p.m. Um, don't stay up watching another episode on Netflix or scrolling on your on Instagram. Um, actually go to bed. If you are tired, go to bed. Stop keeping yourself awake with the telly and with the phone. If you've had a hard day, and you like dragged yourself through the day, your energy's on the floor, get an early night, you'll feel brand new the next day, most of the time. Okay. So just a few things about that. Make sure you're eating enough protein, eating enough fruit and veg, drinking enough water, um, managing your stress, all of the usual things. Um, and just yeah, listening to your body. Okay, so eating out, this is a really um common one that I get asked about. And this person's been away. Um, and she's like looking at what's best to eat in restaurants but there's no calories and everything so we all need to realize that tracking is amazing tracking calories is amazing but it is not an exact science it's not exact just because you just because a packet says it's got 120 calories doesn't mean it actually has exactly 120 calories when I learned this my head fell off I was like really I thought I was being exact and no you're not because food labeling can be inaccurate i think it's like 20 percent either way which is just mad so you might be eating slightly less than 120 you might be eating slightly more than 120 so you don't need to panic when you can't track because especially when you can't track accurately if you're eating out you're not gonna be able to track accurately you haven't weighed the food every chef probably uses a slightly different amount of oil even if it is on the on the menu it might be a little bit different to what you actually ate don't panic about it it's fine just try and choose if you are trying to be um like trying to choose a healthy option choose a, pr a protein high protein option so steak fish chicken creamy sauces are usually higher go for things that are like tomato based if you choose some pastas and stuff and um, another thing with eating out is choosing two or four so think about eating out you've got a starter a main a dessert and a drink that can be a sugary drink or an alcoholic drink if you choose two out of four of them, you can almost half what you eat in that meal. So instead of having all four, just have a main and a glass of wine or a main and a dessert or a starter and a main. And then especially if you're choosing healthy options within that, you're not going to overeat. You're going to be fine. Um, if you choose garlic bread to start, lasagna with a side of chips, then you have a bottle of wine. Of course, you're going to eat thousands and thousands of calories. If you want to do that, you can do that. You might be living your life and enjoying that day and that's fine. Guilt-free, there is no guilt attached to it. But if you are trying to manage your intake and you, you've been eating a lot, a, eating out a lot that week and you want to try and stay healthier, um, just choose the options. Like you could have a, um, you know, I don't know, I'm thinking about what was on holiday garlic prawns like cooked in oil or something for your starter and then a steak with veg and chips for, you, for your uh, main and then a diet drink for your drink so choosing two of four and choosing wisely within the two of four will help you manage your calories loads and um, so going for those high protein options fish chicken uh beef anything sort of base a protein is in is in 
all of those things, meat and fish. Um, and another thing about eating out, you do not need all of the sides. So you don't need to share. If there's two of you eating out, you don't need three or four starters so that you can have a taste of everything. Just choose one um, or choose two between you. Yeah? You also don't need to have all the sides. If you're having a lasagna, you don't need a side of chips and you don't need a side of garlic bread. Just have the lasagna and enjoy that for what it is. Um, that's something that I still can slip into and always did slip into. So I, I'll have like, if I eat out, I'll decide this is where I'm going to go for it and I'll go for it, especially when I'm on holiday. Um, whereas if I'm eating out, sometimes I eat out three, four times in the week. So I might just have to get a chicken breast, rice and veggies from Spit Roast because that's my sort of like healthy option. Um, so you don't have to go for it. Every time you eat out isn't an excuse to... Um, eat and eat and eat and eat and eat until you feel sick. You can manage it well. Um, and you don't need all of the sides when you're trying to manage your calories. You don't need to have a try of everything. Just choose a meal and enjoy it. I always think about when you look at your plate in a restaurant, how does it look in comparison to what you would make at home in a tracked meal? Obviously, it's always going to be a bit bigger. But if you've got a bigger meal and then loads of sides, you know you're overindulgent by loads. Do you know what I mean? So just just try and be a little bit more like considerate with yourself. Like whenever we're out and about and we're eating or even when you're eating at home, try and be a bit mindful about what you're eating. Look at your plate. How does it look? How much, how many colours are on it? Is there loads of fruit and veg on there? Um, is there a decent portion of protein? And then, you know, just think about these things. Try and be considerate, considerate of these things when you're sitting down and you're eating. Um, and as I said, no tracking is perfect. So don't panic if you do go away and you aren't in control of the calories that you're eating. Just do your best. And you don't need to eat until, until you make yourself sick. Eat until you're 80% full. Eat until you've enjoyed yourself and you feel satisfied that you've enjoyed yourself, um, but that you feel good. If you are sitting there after a meal going, oh, I need my tummy rubbing, it's because you've had too much. Um, you should be feeling like you could go for a nice walk and not feel sick after your meal. So use those tips. Likewise, if you're someone who goes on holiday and you just want to fill your boots, there is no judgment. I tend to fill my boots most of the time when I'm on holiday, unless I'm really sick of eating, which can also happen as well towards the end. Um, okay, so one final thing that I do want to talk about is gym fear. Um, one of the members has said that she has felt a little bit more overwhelmed than usual in the gym and a little bit more self-conscious about her body. She knows it's only temporary, which is amazing. Love that. Um, one of the things that we need to know is your, your um, thoughts and feelings about your body fluctuate just as your hormones and mood do, okay? If you wake up and you are tired, you haven't had a great sleep, you feel a little bit stressed about things, maybe at work or at home um, or in your relationship, those days you will be more critical and judgmental of yourself. Um, likewise, if you are due on your period soon, your body image will change. You will judge, judge yourself in a different way. Just know that it is only temporary and just know that you are perfect the way you are. Um, everybody within this community is working hard on improving themselves. And just know that, you know, some days you are going to feel amazing and other days you're not going to feel that great. If you don't feel great one day, put a big baggy t-shirt on and um, put a bit of makeup on and just try and make yourself feel better. Put a happy Haley. I call it happy Haley, but it could be your happy, whatever your name is. 
happy Sarah, happy Chloe, happy Charlotte, it could be whatever. Like I've made a, a happy Haley playlist. And if I'm feeling like down in the dumps and struggling and not feeling great about myself, I put that on and it always makes me smile because it brings good memories to me. So that's just something that I wanted to quickly touch on. So um, I've already gone through um one of the questions. First question is what are good high protein foods? Any animal products, so chicken, turkey, fish, um, beef, lamb, pork, all of these things, some are higher in protein um, than others, some are better macros in terms, some of them are higher in fat, so things like sausages, like pork sausages and bacon can be quite high in fat in comparison to like turkey and chicken breast, um, some cuts of beef can be higher in fat, like a ribeye is higher, higher in fat than a fillet is, but ribeye is also much tastier, um, so if I'm having a steak, that's what I'm having and I just accept that it's going to be more calories, um, so Animal products, also yogurt, like Greek yogurt, um, there's you know, soy products like tofu, tempeh, um, all of those veggie alternatives like Linda McCartney, corn. Um, I feel like I'm talking really fast. <sighs> Cheese, um, like halloumi, feta, baby bell lights are an amazing snack. A lot of people snack on like Madison's refrigerators, not for me, but a lot of people love them. Pepper armies are another thing people snack on, not for me, but other people love them. Protein yogurts, protein puddings, if you're not already on them, you need to get on them. Um, and then there's also like grains and nuts, a combination of them um, are good as well to include like quinoa and things like that. So there's tons and tons of high protein options. If you go into the education section on the website, you will find, um, I think it's called All About Macros. And within there, you will see lists of protein items, lists of it, okay? Okay, this is a really good question. I'm new to hip thrust. I want to lift heavier. What, equi what equipment do I need and any brands? I would literally get yourself any barbell um, that is like about 20 kilos, 15, 20 kilos. Typically, you can get them on Powerhouse Fitness. I get all of my equipment from Wolverson because it's I, I just love that brand and I like everything matching. Um, but Wolverson's a little bit more expensive. You can get stuff on Powerhouse, which is cheap. You just need a barbell, but make sure it's decent weight, like 15 or 20K, and then get some Olympic plates because for hip thrust, you need to be able to get under the bar. Um, so you need some Olympic plates. Also, I would recommend if you if you're setting up a little gym at home, a hip thrust bench. So I get mine from MyraFit, but you can also get them from Black Box. And it, it just put into Google hip thrust bench and you'll be able to get one. Um, some are cheaper than others. I think the MyraFit are actually the cheapest ones that I found, which is why I've got eight of them. Um, and then also a barbell pad, absolutely essential. Do not bruise your hips and break your body. A barbell pad. Um, again, you can get that from anyway um if you go into go onto amazon and search barbell pads loads will come up i prefer the ones with like um they're a bit tougher there's like foam ones which end up getting really soft try and get like a nice sturdy one a firmer one um i think mine is my good ones like bear something bear oh what's it called bear i don't know and then another thing um is i know a lot of people in the group chat were struggling with their hands and their grip so i use bear grips for them so like wraps around the bar loads of people slag them off but i'm not trying to i want strong grip and my grip gets stronger from doing pull-ups and all my upper body exercises and i do do things for me um for me grip but if I'm wanting to specifically work my glutes and I'm trying to work up to heavy RDLs or I'm doing heavy deadlifts, um, I will use wraps. So 
if you are finding that you can't progress in your deadlifts, then definitely invest in some wraps. If you want to know what ones, I did put some in the group chat, but I can put them in again um, for you if you missed it. So I'm setting you all a goal for this week. Everybody, almost everyone in their check-in puts plan food or plan workouts for the week. So your goal is to actually do that. It's Monday today, so you've got time to do it for the rest of the week. Plan your food. It doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to write all the grams down. Roughly plan your food. Schedule your workouts in. Look at your, look at your schedule for work. Fit them in. Make the time for them. And I promise you, you will actually get shit done if you spend time planning. So that is everybody's goal for the week ahead because everyone puts in, plan this, plan that, but does anyone actually do it? If you don't, now's the time to start because I promise you, um, you make, it makes the week so much easier for yourself. That is it for this week. Thank you to everyone who checked in. Make sure you keep them coming. Literally love hearing from you all. Um, and yeah, I will speak to you all soon. Bye.